Hello everyone, my name is Inji and today I'm hanging out with Rob from Front Row Live. What's up guys, Rob here at Front Row Live Entertainment and I'm hanging out here at the Echo with Inji and I'm so excited to be talking to you. I've been a fan of this EP even though it just dropped a few days ago and it's literally like on repeat. Your, your, your track listing is incredible. I feel like you did such a great job with this debut and I can't believe it's a debut. It sounds like you've been doing this for years. So congratulations. <laughs> Thank you very much. I'm so glad you're enjoying it. Yeah, no, I definitely am and it's it's crazy to think that you weren't actively pursuing music basically music discovered you and made you kind of do this whole 360 in your life so what was that kind of like experience like for you and what made you really be like okay i'm listening to the th these voices in my head that are telling me to do otherwise <laughs> um you're right it was definitely a very very crazy story i mean i had been involved in music just in a very different capacity i was yeah. a classical pianist i did choirs and acapella but never wrote or like made music to be shared yeah. publicly it was it was just a massive coincidence <laughs> i was messing around with some of my college friends i put a song on tiktok and it really reacted and i was like okay this is fun like we got a little audience going and then song after song it would keep reacting and we were like okay hold up something's happening, something's happening. <laughs> and and honestly i think the I mean, I just kind of, it just became official because I just graduated college and I was like, okay, Congrats. now, thank you. I'm a full-time musician now, yeah. I guess. And I think the moment I like chose, okay, this is like, this is real. This is happening was um, last week was my first ever live show singing these songs. And the fact that like people I didn't know from a different continent came and screamed the lyrics back to me. I was like, holy <laughs> Okay, we have to we have to keep going. So yeah, that moment very recently happened. <laughs> and it's so cool because it's not like you're it's not like you're here from LA just, you know, revolved around music and all of a sudden now you're finally doing music. It's like you're from a whole different country and you are being heard loud and clear here in the States. And that that must feel amazing though. Like knowing that like you changed up your life 360 and you're you're on the right track. I know it's, it's crazy. So I'm from Turkey, born and raised. Um, I spent some years in the in the UK, where I lived like in a party area when I was like 16 and the like <laughs> legal age is 18 there. So yeah. I spent time. That's where I like figured out EDM was the best thing ever. So wow. I think that's where I like got into dance music. Never making. I never thought I'd make EDM. I was more into like classical and jazz. But it's it's honestly mad that I came to the US and like started, you know, doing sessions with American artists. And then, uh, I don't know, the fact that it's so global right now is absolutely crazy. And very recently, Turkey figured out that like, I'm a singer and I'm Turkish and they've kind of been like freaking out wow. and like, what the heck, like this girl's from Turkey. Um, but yeah, it's, it's been mad. But I love that it's been so global in a sense mm -hmm. where um, like, I know I have an audience in Japan, for example, randomly, and some in America and some in London. Um, so it, it has been mad. <laughs> Talk to me about that impact that Gaslight had. And, you know, it, it's amazing that you had that success on social media with the song. But I, at the same time, I feel like I keep telling artists, it's like it's also scary because if you're going to release more music, it's kind of a fear of like maybe they only liked Gaslight. They don't like the actual sound that I'm working on or the new sound that I'm working on. So how did that really impact you with this upcoming with this EP that's out now? Mm -hmm. I think it was a blessing that 
when Gaslight had its moment, I wasn't expecting anyone to listen to my music. So we made Gaslight thinking, oh, this is an inside joke between the three of us. So we made it as out of pocket and weird as we wanted to, because no one was going to listen to it. We didn't have the pressure of anyone liking the song. Um, and people liked that authenticity. So I was like, great. I'm going to continue making music like no one is going to listen to it. So I think if I had started with the pressure of like, okay, I really want an audience. Like I want to be a big singer. What do I think people will react to these days? I don't think I would have been so real yeah. to what I wanted to say and like the kind of music I wanted to make, which is, I guess, funny in a way. Yeah. Um, so I'm really lucky that the music that wasn't meant to be heard was heard <laughs> so that the whole EP, I was like, okay, we're gonna say the most like out of pocket, tongue in cheeks, yeah. stuff that hasn't been talked about in music before. Let's see if people like it. Um, and I, I think they do. So um, thank you for making me realize that that was a niche in music that was needed. It's, it really is because I feel like music, you know, there's so many new artists every single day. The music industry, just like YouTube, just like TikTok, it's saturated, right? Like, so it's hard to kind of come up in, in this world and be like, hey, what's up? I'm a new singer-songwriter. Like, you have to do something different that's yeah. really going to change our mindset and really be like, whoa, that was cool. And that's really what you did with this debut peep just because, like, everything from the sonics, from your voice, which is incredible, from your delivery and your cadences, like, all of that stuff is, like, something that it made my brain be like, whoa, let's take that back. Let's listen to that again. Like that, that wasn't like a normal signature change or whatever. Like, so that was really cool. Like, what was that experience like? Like, how did you come up with these ideas when you were writing the music? I'm so glad you said that because when we were writing, this was the sentence I kept coming back to. I said, I want the music, I want the listener to stop and say, what the heck did she just say? Did she say what I think I said? Or like, did they just put that sound in? Yeah. Um, so I wanted it to feel bizarre and interesting or yeah. re like new in a way. So I'm really glad you did, <laughs> did your double take. Um, so when I was, I usually write with uh, my friend Jonah and we always say, okay, do I giggle at some point in the song or do I feel shocked as a listener? Like, does it make me react to the song? And are we saying anything that has been said before? Because we don't, we don't need to repeat the same thing. True, like, but that's hard to know whether or not it has. Oh, I know. Um, but we just try to like pick on a really d unique, unspoken of topic with yeah. every song. I mean, I'm sure some have been said before. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm glad you reacted in that way. <laughs> What was that writing process though? Like, um, like did, did these lyrics basically just flow out of you? Um, or is this something that, again, it was like a lot of research that you really had to do before you actually put the, the lyrics to paper? It honestly took us some time. Um, a lot of the songs we wrote over weeks, I'd say, because I was so particular with getting the exact best lyrics in there. Yeah. Um, some took us a very long time to write. Um, I think how the process goes is, we just play the beat a bunch of times and we'd always come up with the hook first, which would lead us. So like I had a little voice note saying gaslight gatekeep without a beat or anything. I was like, I want to make a song that says gaslight gatekeep. And then we just, you know, ride around whatever the hook is. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it took some time. <laughs> it, it just didn't seem like you were working. It felt like you were just having fun. You were just in the studio, just doing your thing. Like that's the vibe that I kind of get when I listen to this. And even the collaboration that you have with Zuko, like I was, that also made me stop and be like, wait a minute, 
I thought she was Turkish. Like I could have sworn she just spoke Spanish. So it was like, it's really cool. Like you, you really made me think with this. Yeah, I'm, I'm so glad. Also studio, none, almost none of these songs were made in the studio. <laughs> to, All in the bedroom? A lot of them were just bedroom wow. in my like bedroom mic, honestly, um, with the three college friends that we started making nice. Gaslight with. Um, and then I, of course, had some amazing collaborations that were like studio LA <laughs> session, very formal. Um, what about Dropped Up and Zuko? So interestingly, that reggaeton rhythm in the song mm. is massive in Turkey. It's maybe the really? only like rhythm they've been listening to for a while. Wow. So I was extremely accustomed to it. Um, and then we were like, okay, we need, cause when I got the beat completed, um, by my producer, his second verse was basically like a hip hop breakdown. I was like, I'm just, I'm not going to nail this part. I need a male, like incredible rapper. Um, and then I was put together with Eddie Zuko who, Jesus, I love him. I love his verse so much. He absolutely like nailed it. Um, it's and he, I, I like remember listening to it for the first time and absolutely laughing my ass off because he put me under the ground like the way because the song is very like flirty and funny and he just comes for me in that verse. It was hilarious. Um, so yeah, I loved putting in that conversation into the song. Yeah, like, I'm telling you, like none of this felt like it was like it's professional but it didn't feel like it was like business like yeah. you are now a professional singer you got to do this right like it was just like go have fun in the playground yeah, <laughs> like that's, what it was. Yeah. that's exactly what it was so with, <laughs> with this with these songs um you know zuko was obviously a, a great collaboration and this is the only collaboration you have on the cp but like yeah. with the other songs like how did you go about as far as kind of stepping out of your comfort zone at the same time and like trying something new within within every song yeah so the time I came out of my comfort zone the most were Bored and Unsense. I loved Bored. Thank you. <laughs> um, they were, I made them in sessions in LA. So when I first came, I was absolutely freaking out because the only time I've written or made songs were with my two best friends in a bedroom, yeah. like snacking, you know, I'll come back to it tomorrow, blah, 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 laughing our butts off. Yeah. And now you're telling me, okay, you have eight hours to make a song with people you just met today. And I was like, ah! <laughs> um, but these two rooms were so special. I was terrified going in, having a blast going out. Um, we both made those songs in a day. Um, because the room like inspired me so immediately and they were totally on that bedroom vibe too. But I was really out of my comfort zone writing with new people. But yeah. now it's thing that I love the most probably because every time I meet another collaborator, they have completely different set of ideas. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's, it's great to be out of your comfort zone sometimes. And I think that's what made the really different sound with like board is pretty alt pop, which I hadn't done before. Um, yeah, <laughs> and, I, and something so simple, but it just made a huge impact where you like spelled it out. B O R. Like, I was just like, that is so cool. Like, <laughs> it's just because of the way that you kind of pieced it all together. Um, did you try a lot of things before you got to what we listened to today? Or was this literally like the first thing that you had in mind? And that's what made it to the record? Um, it, This one happened pretty seamlessly where we were listening to the beat and I just go bored. That, that was the first word we wrote. And we were like, okay, song about being bored. I don't want to make it about being bored because I'm not bored. Um, I, the day before, someone I was working with said to me the sentence, oh, you're, why are you bored? You're so young. Um, so I like took that sentence and we made it into the song. It 
a lot of the song came out on the booth, like mm. the beginning part where I'm kind of talking. Mm. One take, first take. Wow. It's also the same with uns uns. Um, they would just lock me in and be like, okay, just like bitch to the mic. <laughs> and it usually ended up working out. Um, but a lot I hope of there's that, video of that. There, there is for some of them. Um, but a, a lot of those lyrics came out in one. Because yeah. we were like, okay, what can you do to not get bored? Like, uh, call your mom, get in a fight. Um, so that, that song was pretty seamless. <laughs> <laughs> what about vocally? Where do you feel like you, you got challenged in your vocals? Uh, like which song challenged you the most with, uh, vocally? That's a good question. So I, before this EP and everything, um, I was a jazz singer, which was very different, which you don't really hear at all in this EP. Cause like I rap a little, I sing not so much. Yeah, everything but. I, yeah, I did everything but jazz sing, which I get a little insecure about. I'm like, I almost am like, hey guys, like I can also sing, like I promise. I don't only like talk into the mic. Um, but what challenged me the most? Sometimes It was hard to get the rapping voice right because it matters a lot how yeah. your voice sounds when you're talking because it can make it very cringy or it can make it super cool. Um, but I think that's, that's where we took like the most takes of the rap because it didn't sound right. <laughs> During this process, what did you learn about yourself um, that you didn't know about, you know, knowing that you've been in the music industry or w working with music for quite some time? Like, did you discover like something new, whether it was like a new vocal range, a new vocal tone, a new writing cadence, like? Good question. I did not know I could rap or would rap. It's honestly hilarious. My mom makes fun of me because I was like studying finance, was like very professional girl. And she's like, now you're a rapper. Good job. Now you are a rapper. I'm like, come on, come on. I'm not really a rapper at all. Um, but that was definitely one of them. I never thought that I'd be doing that ever yeah. professionally. Yeah. Um, I was really scared about dancing on stage because when you make dance music, I know you kind of have to you bring that energy on stage. Um, that was something I was very scared of. Turns out I'm an okay dancer. Um, those are some things I've learned. Getting a little deeper. Um, I think every time we sat down to write about something, you know, we'd ask the question, how are you feeling like today? Like what's going on? What do you want to write about? And, and I'm super thankful. Never had something super heartbreaking or sad yeah. to write about, which formed what the EP is about. And the EP is just about joy yeah. and being happy and being carefree. Um, and I think writing these songs made me realize like, oh, you know what? Life is so joyful and nice and you don't have to take it so super seriously. Um, I, I think that wisdom came out from me during the writing process. Um, and I realized I'm a happy, peaceful person. <laughs> I'm glad I would have hated it if I, if I came here and you were actually bored and you were actually like hating life. <laughs> so I'd be like, dang, this EP does not match at all. <laughs> I feel like you have been LFG'd. I, I feel, I feel, <laughs> I feel like you did a great job being the EP in person. Thank you. So, I'm so glad. <laughs> so you, you, you had your first show last week. This is a uh, first time here in LA. Obviously, there's going to be more performances coming out. So, as far as like translating this EP to the live show, what is that aspect like? Yeah, I was a little confused because some of the EP is so dance and clubby and some of the EP and future songs that I want to play are a lot more, you know, live-ish and singy-songy. So we decided to make a mix. 
So the live show starts as a full club set and I get the club dancing out of the way. And then I focus on some of the more like lyrical, singy songs. Um, and then for the bigger show in New York, we added live drums, which nice. I'm really excited to play. Um, even though the live drums are like, you know, they're like electronic now and but you can still, put- You're playing them. I'm not playing them. That would be really hard if I was doing this and also <laughs> trying to sing. Um, so the producer, Alex, of most of the songs is also a drummer. So he's coming to play with me, which I think will be really fun. Um, but yeah, it was it was a little hard translating into a live show, but I think it worked out really perfectly because I can put this in a club setting and it works. I can put this in a like live stage setting and it still works. Um, but yeah, it's a one woman show, which is a little scary, but we're, we're going to be fine. You're doing it. I believe in you. You're doing it. And I'm excited to check that out. So thank you so much for hanging out with me. Congratulations oh, with this debut EP. This was the best birthday gift because that was my birthday when it dropped. So no, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. LFG is out now. NG is amazing. If you haven't listened to the music, check it out. And uh, thanks for watching on Front Row Live. <laughs> hey, it's Rob again. If you enjoyed this interview, please follow for more. And I invite you to head over to my YouTube channel, Front Row Live ENT, where I have thousands of video interviews with my favorite new and established artists. Once again, thank you for tuning in and have a great night.